Ben Fagan here with another episode of Career Cash, the podcast. And on this episode, I'm joined by crime scene technician at Lauderhill Police Department, Diara Batista. On the episode, Diara talks about what got her interested in the forensic science field, how to break into the industry after graduating, and why it is so important to do what you love. It's an awesome conversation. Let's get to it. Well, I am super excited like I am for just about every episode, and today I am joined by Diara. Diara, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing really good. Thank you. Awesome. So how I like to start uh, every show is bringing a bit of context, and then we can build from there, talk about uh, how you got to this point, where you're headed. Uh, but first, I'd like to start with what you do on a day-to-day basis, so everybody that's listening in you know, has context to what you do, and then, like I said, we'll talk about how you got there. Okay, perfect. So I'm a crime sick technician. I work for the Lauderhill Police Department. Um, my day-to-day, the, it's, it looks really different. Um, the interesting about my career, it's like every day is a new challenge. Um, I start my days from the office. I work, I have an office. And when, something's, when, um, when something comes up, like a crime scene, I have to get going and go to, and go to the crime scene. Um, my main duties are documenting the crime scene and, and looking for a suspect. Um, the main things that we do at a crime scene is, as I said, document. We use photograph, we use notes, we use videos, sketches, measurements, we use different stuff. Um, so we can reconstruct the crime scene in court. Um, we also look for what's important, which is physical evidence, so we know what happens. I also work in the lab where I examine the, this physical evidence. I work with different um, things, such as DNA and fingerprints. So that's how like a day-to-day looks for me. So you got, you got all things kind of encompassing, you know, everywhere. So, you know, it sounds like you got, uh, you know, very active days. Now, are, are your days active a lot or does it kind of like ebb and flow um, kind of deal or how often are you bouncing around? It's a flow. It will, it kind of depends on the month. We have months where a lot of things happens. In Lauder Hill, we have a lot of shootings mm. and there's months where we have homicides. So it will depend on the month. We usually at the beginning of the month, it's like really slow. We're just at the lab. We're doing reports. We're working with our coworkers. Um, we're helping the detective, the police officers. And most um, like in the middle of the month, a lot of things come up. As I said, a lot of shootings, a lot of self, self, sexual bodies and homicides. So we get going, we're working but it depends. So we have, we, we have, as I said, every day is a new challenge. We have um, slow days as we have days where we have a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Now, was this something that you always had in mind growing up that this is the career path you wanted to go down or what point in your life, whether it was, you know, growing up in college, uh, maybe after college that you kind of said, Hey, this is the route I want to go. Well, since I was in high school, I always, I am a very analytical person. So I always like to analyze, investigate. I, I was always watching, which is a cliche. I was always watching true crime, CSI and stuff like that. And that really called my attention. 
Um, I'm from the Dominican Republic, so I did um, my high school years in the Dominican Republic. So I was very confused at the beginning why I wanted to do. Um, I at first I thought that I wanted to do a lot, but I realized that that was not the way that I wanted to go. So when I came to Lean, I started as a criminal justice major because I was thinking of going to law school. But I was as I was taking classes and I was learning more and more. I realized that what I wanted to do was work in the field, like work outside. And that's when I realized that I wanted to do crime scene. And when that happened, I had to change my major. I changed to forensic investigation, which is, which is more concentrated, like in forensics, evidence, crime scene, and all of that. And I put criminal justice as my minor. So that's when I, I then I started taking classes for forensic investigation. And that's when I really click and I realized like, okay, this is what I like and this is what I want to do for my future career. So was that decision when you, was it an obvious decision when you were taking the criminal justice classes and doing more of the law side of it um, that you're like, hey, this isn't for me. And what, what more specifically was it about those that kind of told you, uh, you know, I don't want to be, whether it's in the courtroom or this, I want to be more in the field. What, what Was there a particular experience uh, or a class or something that you learned about that kind of pushed you um, in that direction? It was specifically the classes that I was taking because when I was doing criminal justice, as you said, it was more courtroom, it was more law, it was more things like that, a lot of lectures. And I realized that um, like, like I wanted to be more hands-on experience. So when I changed my major to forensic investigation, I had this specific class, which is called criminalistics. And we're starting doing a lot of exercises. We started learning about evidence, about photograph, taking notes. And when I started taking that class and doing a lot of hands-on experience, that's when I realized that what that's what I wanted to do. Definitely. And now coming coming from you know growing up in the Dominican Republic, what how do you feel that kind of uh, influences? Uh, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of your perspectives, how you think, how you see things, um, you know, using your, your international background, you know, as an advantage, how does that kind of play into everything or does it at all? Well, um, actually one of, one of the big advantages that I had um, when I started this career is that I'm bilingual, that I know Spanish as well. So that helped me in my application because that helped me stand out. And being from the Dominican Republic, and that's, that's also something that helped me decide my, my path because in the Dominican Republic, sadly, there's a lot of crime and most of the things doesn't, they don't get solved because we don't have a good criminal justice system. So that's when I realized that I wanted to do something that I wanted, I wanted to help others. And being from there and realizing like, okay, so a lot of things are happening. Um, here we just, in DR, we don't, um, we don't take forensics really serious. It's not like a, it's not really a career. That's why I came here to be prepared to, to educate myself 
and to later on go back to the art and to be able to like do what I'm doing here and start doing something to help others. And so when you when you kind of look in the future like that, what what does that look like in terms of what you what you hope to um, help with back back home in the DR? Um, when I look in the future, I of course I want to get more educated. Um, I want to keep studying. I want to keep learning more. That's why I'm always getting trainings, getting getting certificates. Um, I'm working on doing my masters. And when I go back home, I actually, I, my internship, I did it back home. I work in the national, in the national police, police in the Dominican Republic in the forensic science department where I work in ballistics. And that helped me realize how the system works there. Um, the people that work, work in the labs, they don't have a lot of experience and they're, and they're trying um, to get to get more experience and to work hard. So what I would like to do is to just go back home and, you know, not even start something new, just to help them to get the education that they need to for forensics and just to help and um, just to help and just bring my education and the things that I know to them. Mm -hmm. And do, do you kind of picture that more as like, you know, working alongside them in the field or would you kind of want to set up more as, as like, like classes and courses um, that you can bring to pass your education along? How do you kind of picture, you know, sharing your education? I picture sharing my education. Um, I can do classes, I can do trainings, but I picture more myself working with them. Definitely. Now, uh, let's kind of go back in time a little bit. So coming okay. not, not too long ago, which is super exciting that you're already doing, you know, the, the great work that you're doing, uh, you know, coming coming out of school, what was that job search process like um, for you as you're graduating uh, uh, college? Okay, so graduating college was, um, was difficult, because I graduated in 2020 when COVID happened. So I graduated right in the middle of it. So it was a hard it was a hard path. I didn't have a graduation. I graduated online and I graduated all the way from Dominican Republic. And the job search was really hard. Mm -hmm. I, I was really persistent. I looked for this job for two years. I applied everywhere. I did a lot of interviews. I fill out a bunch of papers and it was really hard. But finally, I got this opportunity and I'm doing what I love. Now, what were some of those things that that you worked through on that that process, um, you know, to, to help keep you going, you know, as you're filling out all the papers, applying to all these jobs throughout that two year process? Um, so what was what were some things that you would tell yourself to help keep you you know, motivated to continue through the process? Well, it was really difficult at first because of the pandemic because people are losing their jobs and all of that. I was really dismotivated to, you know, to continue. And it was, it took like a really branch of my mental health. So I started, I started working on myself. And as I was looking for jobs, I was like, I wanna get more educated. I cannot stop. So while I was looking for jobs, 
I, I was doing trainings, I, were do, I was doing certificates. I was also reaching out to people in the field to help me and to give me guidance and to help me with my resume and all of that to help me to continue. Um, my main thing is I was really persistent because I know this is what I love and I know this is what I, what I want to do. This is the field that I like. And what I will tell others is to be really persistent because it's a really competitive field. There's a lot of people wanting to do the same thing. So you need to find a way to stand out and to do your best. I, lo- I love that. And it's, a, it's so exciting for me to hear that, you know, you had this set in mind. This is the, the, the path you wanted to go down and not just how the, the job search process in itself, you know, is a challenging process, but throw COVID on top of it and makes it a whole nother world of, you know, challenge there. But, you know, I think that that has such a strong message that, you know, as you continue, you kept using, you know, persist, persist, persist. And that's such a powerful word too, you know, to, to find ways to push through. So as you're, you're working through that process too, in reaching out to others in the field, which I'm such a big believer in being some of the most valuable, um, you know, things that you can do throughout the job process what were those conversations like? What information were you trying to get them to, to help you on your journey? Yes. One of the main things that I did, I, I searched in Facebook um, for a forensic group and I joined a forensic group and that helped me a lot because it's a group, it's an international group. There's um, forensic professionals from all around the world. So what I did was reach out to these professionals that I knew they were already in the field and I asked for advice. I asked what I needed to do to get to the point where I wanted. And I really got good, um, good um, advice. Um, they helped me with my resume, which helped me a lot to stand out. They also um, told me that I always needed um, to continue my education and what else they were they were just like giving me advice um help me to stay persistent they were also letting me know that it's it's a difficult um field which I didn't know before graduating so it was like big news for me and they were just letting me know that if this is what I really wanted, I needed to continue and I needed to be persistent and I needed to, and I needed to keep working. And when you say difficult, what do you mean by it being a difficult field? Difficult in what way would you say? I, I say difficult because is it entails a lot of, a lot of things. Um, it's difficult studying forensic. It's forensic. It's not um, easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of homework. <laughs> it's a lot of studying, reading, practicing, a lot of hands-on experience. And also, as I said before, there's a lot of individuals that wants to get in this field. So it's really competitive. And when you're looking for a job and you're a recent grad and you don't have any experience and there's others looking for the same job which have bachelors, we have masters and you're competing with people that have more experience than you do. So when you're a recent grad, it's really hard to get on the field, to put your foot on the field. So why, what I tell others is to, to not give up and to always, when while you're in school, 
to always go out there, look for experience. That's what I did. Um, here, I started calling police departments. I started contacting people, emailing people to and telling them about myself and telling them about my interest and telling them that I, that I wanted this and that I needed experience. That's how I got my internship. I went to the R, I went to the police department and I was like, see, this is what I wanted. I, I see a future in this and I need help. So that's what I tell other people to go out there and, and look and work for what they want. That's what I say. It's, it's difficult because you need to put on the work. Definitely. And I mean, it's no, it's no coincidence why you're doing the things you're doing. You know, you, you did, you, it's, it's clear, very evident that you, you put in the time, you put in the work, you know, to, to get here. Now, I, I imagine that the, the work, the actual work itself, you know, can be extremely heavy at times, just in the environments that you're in. So what are some ways that, that you take care of yourself um, to make sure that you're healthy, you you know, got to, got to um, keep a good head on your shoulders, everything like that, uh, despite the environments that you're often exposed to? Yes, um, the environments that I'm exposed to, <laughs> it's a lot, I'm not going to lie. Um, what I do is you need to learn how to separate your job from your personal life, because this is a hard job. You need to love it and you need to have a passion for it, because the things that you're going to see every day are not easy. You're going to see dead bodies. You're going to see shootings you're gonna see a lot of stuff so what I do for myself is I always um I always keep my mind open and of course um for my mental health I go to therapy so I recommend I recommend that a lot because it's a difficult job that can that can do <laughs> that can do things because you're seeing a lot of difficult stuff so what I mainly recommend is going to therapy and having people outside of work that you can talk to. Absolutely. And that, that's one of those things that, that obviously I'm sure has great, um, you know, impact and benefit for the stuff that you do. But I think one of those things that has great impact and benefit, regardless of your uh, industry, regardless of your job, your occupation, having people, of course, inside, you know, who, who you can relate to, but also and more importantly, or just as importantly, people outside that you can talk to, whether that is a therapist, whether it is a group of friends, um, yeah. family, whatever it is, you know, that's that's so, so incredibly important. So now we are coming to the end of the show. Uh, you know, where is that bittersweet time? Bitter because the show is coming to an end, but sweet because I know you got one more, you know, big piece of advice, you know, for us. Um, so it's time to cash out. Leave us with your biggest tip, biggest piece of advice that you have to uh, put a little extra money on our in our pockets as we're uh, headed out today. So what do you got for us? Um, well, I'm going to start saying that, of course, um, you need um, to get your education. You need to be patient and love what you're doing. Um, you need, of course, you need to be prepared because it's a difficult job. You see a lot of stuff. You need to prepare yourself mentally. Um, I'm going to say that this field and this career it's not for everyone. Um, the, um, the school, the education, is a big thing to be prepared. It will help you and it will guide you. Also, a main thing uh, for you is to stand out. 
So you will need to get out there. You will need to do your job and get experience. I would recommend to do an internship. It will help you a lot to do trainings, to do certificates, also to use your resources, specifically at Lean. Professors are really helpful. They're always there for you. And use that. Use, use their guidance. Um, I always went to my professors when I needed, when I needed help, um, when I didn't understand anything. And it's just using, you need to use your resources. Um, career connections is a good thing um, to help you to construct your resume. They'll help you a lot. They also can help you guide you to get um, an internship. So my main thing is to get experience and to prepare yourself because it's, I'm going to tell, it's a really rewarding job. You're helping a lot of people. You're bringing justice to those families in need. And you're going to court. You're defending your job. So you need to be prepared. And But if it's this what you love and you're passionate about, you're going to enjoy it every day. I love that. I love that. And so, such a such a beautiful note to end on of doing things that you love, doing things that you're passionate about. And I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing, you know, all of your wisdom today, all of your perspectives. And I know that you've got nothing but good things coming your way. So thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you.